0: Welcome back to another episode of the Best and the Worst Podcast. I uh, don't know what episode we're on, I never know, so... That's why we stopped saying numbers, but today we got quite a bit, and that's good, because next week we're like talking about two shows, and that's about it.
1: I mean, um, it's fine though, it's like the, the most important show.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but today we're going to be going over the FMWE show, which yeah i don't know how we're gonna
1: how this is gonna go but i mean it was a show that happened
0: <laughs> okay let me put it like this it was probably the show i had the most fun watching but i don't know how to describe it <laughs> <laughs> uh then of course we're going to be talking about the semi-finals and finals of the king of ddt tournament as well as dragon gate they uh, had a show this morning where some stuff happened uh but we're mainly going to be talking about the main event, which closes out the Kai and Yamato uh, feud. With whatever, well, For our uh, review portion, we're going to close it off with whatever the Stardom show is called.
1: Uh, you know it's Stardom Cinderella.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. That's the safest bet, is to say it's Cinderella. <laughs> uh, then we're going to close off the show because we're going to end that show on a pretty rough note. So we're going to close it off with our fantasy book and getting a few questions we got. From some of our friends to answer, which may or may not get us in hot water with wrestling Twitter. So, uh, yeah,
1: wrestling Twitter should probably skip this episode because yeah. we will just upset everybody.
0: Yeah, we're just gonna make everybody fucking mad. I'll make people mad during the question portion. Beth will just make people mad during the stardom. So, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, so this FMWE show, uh, I don't even know if this is one that we could go match by match. Uh, i don't i
1: don't think so because i don't think there's like enough for like each match for us to be like okay this no, is what happened no
0: that's uh, yeah so we'll just talk about it as a whole right now uh i don't know about you i had lots of fun watching it i will say that and so did a lot of other people uh
1: i think i messaged you i think i said that like, i don't like the show
0: yeah you're just like <laughs> i don't like the show uh no
1: nah, i i mean i looking back on it i enjoyed it but it's not something that I'd want to sit back and, and rewatch.
0: Yeah, and I mean not all wrestling needs to be like that. <laughs> I mean shit, if it's good for I football... mean
1: the main event was, was fun. And then like a couple other matches were fun, but it's not like Yeah,
0: Drew Parker having to leave English commentary to be X in the triple threat and <laughs> having uh Michelle fill in on commentary while she was just chilling watching the show is fucking fantastic. <laughs> uh <laughs> and Adidas probably it probably it's like he was like very very kind for some reason this whole he was just like yeah so because apparently people were having trouble with uh the stream as it was starting and uh well first uh they used probably one of the worst cameras possible and it still had better quality than ice ribbon i just want to put that out there like...
1: yeah i mean it was like tough to watch because the camera was also like 10 miles away like we yeah. were in a different one of the cameras were 10
0: miles away and then the other one's the standard puro camera you see that's close up in the ring
1: yeah uh, like one was too close one was like way too far
0: yeah so it was kind of weird but still better camera work than ice ribbon so neither you're doing you're doing the damn thing my man which i mean this is like the first time he's ran a show on his own since like fucking forever <laughs> uh probably since the original fmw uh and for what it's worth, I mean, Tekken did a good show, and he was—he was just like, "Yeah, sorry about that, uh, and sorry about the fire department showing up at the end of the show. Uh, we had a waiver to let them know, hey, we're gonna do some shit, but I guess it just didn't matter. They still showed up." Uh, you know what?
1: I'm not surprised. Like that all the other businesses called the fire department. <laughs> I'm
0: not either, bro. Uh, the main event, especially, fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> The, oh my god but we have talked about the fake explosion death match in the first match um, yeah you had
1: like fake Onita versus Yumihito Yumihito Imanari and the,
0: Imanari's a like a crackhead and the fat <laughs> Onita's over here being a menace <laughs> oh dude Imanari's trying to make a contention for Stardust Press podcast wrestler of the year and he's doing he's doing great so far
1: <laughs> I, think, I think he might win like crackhead of the year
0: I don't know, that's a tough category for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, oh my god, Gabba G-Chan, our guy, he was here, of course, hitting Shining Wizards like crazy. This is my guy right here.
1: And he... Sometimes I'm convinced it's, like, actually Muto under that.
0: <laughs> I think it's Psycho who wrestles for 2AW, and he teams up with Chongo on uh, Choco Pro. Yeah. Uh, I think that's who it is. He, it's he, he's either him or he's Laundry Mudo. I forgot which one he is, but I think he's Gabba G-Chan. Uh, I
1: don't know, but I enjoy watching uh, Gabba G-Chan, so.
0: I do, too. <laughs> that, okay, that match, oh, my God, that was a fucking experience. Oh, Jesus. As much as we hate Kikutaro, that tag match is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Gabba G-Chan, we, we got to sign him whenever we start our Kickstarter.
1: He's gonna him. be the he's gonna be the
0: ace. We gotta get him versus Baby Extreme. Oh my god, gotta, <laughs> <laughs> gotta sign that up.
1: I don't even know who Baby Extreme is. I don't know. I just like... have to sign him because his name's Baby Extreme.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, this whole show was like lots of fun. Uh, the main event uh was the explosion match, and of course you know it's a Anita explosion, so this man was going in. Uh, yeah, every...
1: this this wasn't like AEW explosions. In case you've never seen fmw before
0: in case you saw only seen aew these were not sparklers these were explosions <laughs> <laughs> they fell onto these explosions and fucking blew up <laughs> uh and uh I was, it took me a second i was like shit i was like oh anrio and Yuki, uh, yuko on the same team this this is triple six Heddery, of course why am i not surprised <laughs> That means we need to get Ramkacha on the second one and get her in this explosion death match. <laughs> uh, but uh, Anita said that if he lost, he would blow up his jacket, and I think that's fantastic. Uh, he didn't lose, spoiler. But I think he should just challenge people to explosion death matches where he just like puts up different stuff that he owns. Like puts up his house one match, puts up his car the next.
1: His wife. <laughs> yeah, his
0: wife. <laughs> <laughs> I <I'm> up <laughs> <like, "I'm laughs> my wife his... <laughs> oh but no uh, like i said we didn't know how we were going to talk about this uh show uh all we could tell y'all is it's an experience like we really can't do it justice um uh, and onita like just watching his entrance he looked like so happy to, to
1: be doing this again so uh i'm glad I'm glad yeah and Arnita's gonna be doing ddt as well
0: uh yeah he's got the Which... f- uh, eight person explosion uh I don't
1: remember yeah, who's all in it.
0: I know, it's I know Aki,
1: Hikari and Maki's in it.
0: Yeah, Hikari, Maki, Akido. Of course, Sanshiro Takagi's in it. Dango Machine, uh, Kurochan. I hate that motherfucker. I hate <laughs> Kurochan. Jesus Christ. That dude is the big pervert.
1: <laughs> yeah, when that match was announced, all I saw right over my time- timeline was like, I hate Kurochan.
0: <laughs> yeah, fucking death of Kurochan and all this bullshit on my timeline. I was like, oh, Lord. Uh, of course, but uh, yeah. So that's well. I mean, they also have a uh, Shunma and Mao versus Brooks and Jun So I think DDT's just saying fuck it.
1: <laughs> yeah, DDT is just doing what Ice doing and becoming a death match promotion.
0: And I mean, that's the way to make money. I mean, shit. That's what I would do personally. I hope <laughs> Akiyama just decides that the title match is now a death match. <laughs> uh, they should do. Well, I mean, that's a good transition over into DDT. So, uh, they ran Uh Honestly, it was a fun card to watch. I watched it live. But we're only going to talk about the tournament matches because that's what's important. Uh, first one, we had Daisuke Sasaki versus Kanosuke Takeshita. I mean...
1: You know what? I was expecting to really enjoy this match, and I, I only liked it. I was, like, yeah,
0: Yeah, you know, okay. Maybe this is just... Because I'm not the biggest Takeshita fan in the world. Okay, but I like the final, so maybe that is. But I don't know. Sometimes his matches are just off for me. I don't know what it is. I mean, obviously, he's clearly visibly talented, but I don't know. Every time, like I watch, some, like some of his matches just don't hit for me like they do for most other people.
1: And no, I see that. I mean, I like Takeshita. I mean, I like both of them, but this, this match didn't do it for me, but I was also having problems watching the stream anyway, for some reason. So, it was probably just that game interrupted, like, a thousand times by my trash Wi-Fi.
0: That I mean, I fucking love Sasaki. I think he's the best wrestler DDT has, but, like, I don't know. This match, I liked it. I don't think it was, like, blow-away crazy on the rewatch, but thought it was good. Uh, they did lots of shit. Uh, Son- Sonic Amina known animal abusers, as they Kidnapped Mad Polly and did God knows what to him. I, God, we gotta do something about these these fiends in DDT assaulting damnations pet. We can't have this. I
1: mean, uh, I was fine with it.
0: So. Yeah, well, no, not everybody goes outside and kicks a dog like you, Beth. So, I mean, it's yeah. fine. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm gonna get cancelled for this podcast anyway. We may as well just add to it. <laughs> yeah, let's just go on. <laughs> uh,
0: of course, uh, Sasaki went for his, uh, and it was like the most perfect suicide dive you could probably get. And, like, Takeshi just called him like he a baby. Like, like, all right, sweet. Uh, I don't know. In my mind, heading into this tournament, I knew Takeshi was probably going to win it. But, like, as we got to the Final Four, I was just like, he's probably the option that I want the least. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's fine. Uh, Sasaki's probably been ahead for the university title. He lost, uh... And, okay, Takashta, don't ever do this fucking submission again. This shit sucks. Don't do this. Just do your German. This submission sucked. I hated it. Uh, But, you know, it was a fine match. Uh, So, guessing Sasaki, like I said, goes for Universal, which, I mean, is fine with me. His reign, when he, like. Stole it for his books. Uh, Didn't go too long, so that's fine. And he just had a bunch of death matches, so... (laughs) Uh, Which, I mean, that's what I would do. Uh, Then we got to our other semi-final match, which... On the contrast, I enjoyed very much so.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this was probably, like, my favorite match, honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I can agree. I thought the finals was really good, but I thought this one was just... I don't know. Okay, so... I know that. I mean, we reviewed the match. We know they ran Higuchi versus Akiyama already. But to me, I was just like, at like, especially during this match. As I got in the middle, I was like, Higuchi's probably the one who should win the top belt the most in this company right now. And yeah. kind of sucks they lost, but I understand it. Uh, hopefully, they revisit this and like a Do Grand Prix or something because this was really, really good. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you can't really ask for nothing else. It's just two big dudes trying to beat the shit out of each other. So, both. I mean,
1: I, I liked that they were just slapping the shit out of each other.
0: Yeah. I love the Hino spot where he tries to take his shirt off for the uh, slap exchange, but he's too gigantic so he can't, so the ref has to do it. <laughs> and then he does this uh, chop exchange and then he gets help putting the shirt back on. <laughs> uh,. You know, there was a split second for like very, very brief moment. I thought that Hino lost was or was going to lose, but he did not. Of course, he hit the fucking bomb. Which, okay, bro, you got to do a tu- you got to do one from the top rope and call it the motherfucking bomb. That's just you got to do it. Now, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, but no. Of course, everybody was excited for this match when it got announced as the other semifinals match, and rightfully so. It delivered on all fronts. Both guys super talented. Hino moved on to the finals uh, to face Takeda, and <sighs> I was so certain that Hino was going to win when the entrances happened. Although I knew I was going to be wrong, <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. This match was really good, uh, and also one like I think I said it on, I said it on Twitter like after the match had concluded or whatever. Uh, thing I appreciate it. about this match is, despite on un- 100% being their guy, they made no, like, shy points of that, they did not use this opportunity to have him just slay Hino and just make Hino look weak. They protected Hino in the end.
1: Yeah, which I think is, like, the right thing to do, because, I mean, obviously, like, Yuji is like, n- not long been there. I mean, so he's you've...
0: been there before, but, like, in this specific run... yeah. Just got there and like no matter what happens he's an enigma you get you want to protect him because he's so different from everybody else in DDT. Uh, and that was like my main concern heading in this match I was like okay they'll probably just have him just straight up cleanly like decisively not even a question just pin him but no Uh he hit the like arm arm trap the German suplex thing and like Kino kicked out like. Exactly after three, so it was like perfect. Uh, so of course, Takeshta gets the title shot at Peter Pan against Junakiyama, which he'll probably win. Uh, which it's crazy that like takeshta has been champion four times already, and he has like the second most combined days as champion. But since like BBT is just now picking up steam internationally, like his, him as champion against him's fresh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, you know, that you know raises kind of many questions for me personally. Uh, what was the sense of him and Shunma winning the tag titles if he's going to go win the KOD belt, or since Shunma's probably going to win the six-man belt soon, why'd they even do that? Is Uno going to drop the Universal and be six-man champ? It raises a lot of questions around the Sonic World specifically. So I guess we'll just have to wait to see what happens, but I don't know. It just kind of left me scratching my head with, Mainly the tag title swap, I was like, well, because, I mean, there's no doubt that, like, after Takeshita wins the title, if they're still champs, they'll just drop it immediately, (laughs) so. uh, But overall, for the semifinals and finals, I thought it was a great conclusion to the tournament. I was luckily able to be awake whenever the other shows happened, so I was able to catch the whole tournament, so.
1: Yeah, I think I might go back and watch the tournament just based off of the the semifinals and the finals because I don't think I watched any of it.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, all the matches were pretty good. So, I mean, they're all, they're all worth a watch. Uh, some of them are just okay, but for the most part, it was a good tournament. Uh, so, I'm excited to see how the rest of the Peter Pan card turns out because so far it's looking nice with uh, the Explosion match, the Kasai match, and then the title match. So quite interested to see how they fill out the rest of the card. Uh, So, I mean, I think it's a foregone conclusion for everybody that Akiyama loses, right?
1: Probably. I mean, I'm fine with it, because I mean, I I like Akiyama anyway, but I feel like his title run's coming to an end. Because if Takeshita doesn't beat him, then who will?
0: Hino, because Akiyama's (laughs) old, and Hino's fucking gigantic. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Word. We're, di- we're, like, in a different loop. We don't mind Akiyama as champion. People are just weird. Um, People they, just
1: hate old wrestlers.
0: That, maybe just because, like, Muto won the JRC title at the same time. Like, they are just like, oh, another old person on the belt. I'm like, bro, have you fucking seen Akiyama mad recently? <laughs> Dude <laughs> pumps out bangers.
1: Um, First of all, Akiyama can walk.
0: <laughs> yeah, he can walk. So that already... And he can run. So that already makes him significantly better. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, no slander here. Uh, they had a good one at Ultimate Party last year, so I'm sure the second one will also be good. Uh, but we'll, we're definitely going to review uh, Peter Pan. Hopefully that show's not like eight hours long. But,
1: oh, yeah. no, it's definitely going to be eight hours long.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably we'll probably have an Antonio Honda gauntlet match or something. Uh, but, Please now, don't.
1: <laughs> uh, don't tempt fate like that. <laughs>
0: But uh, let's uh, head on over to Dragon Gate. Uh, I told you that we were only going to watch the main event because it was the conclusion to the Kai and Yamato feud, but I will go over some uh, important stuff uh, that happened. Uh, well, first, I'll go out of order here, but first, uh, this was Masato Yoshino's last time in Corken Hall. Uh, it has been wrestling there like nearly his whole career, so it was sold out. Uh, they announced it like, beforehand. It was sold out. I mean, it's was- I'm not shocked. Like if this is gonna be the last time Cork can get to see this dude, why not sell it out? Uh, but he had a six person tag, him, Doi and uh Sachioka Boy. Uh, they were all part of World One. Uh, they took on K Z, Susumu and Genki uh, from Natural Vibes. Natural Vibes did their dance in the opening that way they could just be serious for this Yoshino match and then uh, after the match, like everybody just like kinda broke down. First Genki he grabbed the mic and you know shooting from the hip and people don't know Genki's the booker but he's also been friends with yoshino since Toyman. so like he was already bro- broken down he was just like natural vibes are all in title matches at uh kobe world so we won't be able to send you off so like he was just like thanking him and he teared up and sismu did the same just like thanking him he didn't tear up sismu's a grumpy uncle he doesn't cry uh then uh, of course KZ went last. Uh, he immediately went to tears. He was just like, because of Doy and Yoshino, I got my first unit. Because the first unit KZ joined was World One when they called him in the middle of the ring at a corkin show, <laughs> and they were just like, "Hey, MC KZ, you want to join Doy and Yoshino's unit?" And then he was like, "Well, I, I guess." <laughs> uh, and then KZ uh, continued to just. Uh, Tear up because he was just like, Yoshino's also the reason I got my first uh, title shot at the Brave Gate, which is, which I think faced Yankee actually. So full circle. Uh, then he was just like, uh, he's gonna, he's like, although it took him 15 years, he's in the main event of Kobe World for the Dream Gate Championship. He's, he made a pro-, and then he basically just promised Masato Yoshino that he's gonna show him that his 15 years of teaching wasn't for nothing and he's gonna head into night two of his retirement with the Dream Gate Championship. And then uh, Yoshino basically closed out the segment, uh, just you know, tell so. him you know, hey. Oh, also a uh, fun spot. Uh, I Mixed all the sadness and KZ just being very emotional. KZ was just like, yeah, I'm sorry that I ended up betraying World One. And then Yoshino was just like, uh, KZ, don't, don't worry about it. This person to my right, pointing at Doy, is like, has betrayed me multiple times, and I've forgiven him. So, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's for true. <laughs> Uh, so basically, it was just a. Uh, so before it got to the main event, it, that was just a little somber, like, moment that just broke everybody down. Uh, then, uh, in the second match, Brother Yashi came back, I believe. I think we've reviewed an old Dragon Gate show with Brother Yashi on it before. Can't remember. Yeah, I think we did. Okay, okay, we did. So cool. Uh, but, uh, he returned. Uh, he freelances. He primarily works Duff Pro. Uh, which is like an indie company, and uh, he teamed up with High End, and he got a win in the second match with uh, his nice, Jamaican German suplex, uh, and that was kind of crazy, because he won, so it was like, whoa, yeah. is he gonna do more shows again, or what? And then uh, there was a eight-person tag match with R.E.D. and Masquerade that just didn't even get started, because uh, it broke out so broad. the Triangle Gate preview match, and then... Uh, while R.E.D. were attacking Masquerade, Yoshi came out and he was just like, hey, uh, he like, my Yoshino and me have been friends since Tori Man, so that's like nearly 20 years or over 20 years. Uh, I wanna, I wanna make his retirement night a success, so night two, I wanna shout up the Triangle Gate Championship, whoever wins on night one. Uh, and then, SP Kento, cause he's a little friend he's like, yo, what the fuck, you came out here and challenged for the Triangle Gate and you have one person, you stupid bitch. And, <laughs> Yashi was like, Are you? Fu- I know you're a dumb fucking child, but I know you don't think I'm just gonna fucking challenge by myself, you dumb idiot. Uh, you bald bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, then he was just like, Okay, so he's like, I do have some partners. Come on. And then Suji Kondo's back from injuries. It was Suji Kondo, Toro, Washi. Of course, these were three of the many people who were fired from Dragon Gate, and I believe it was 2004, uh, because of misorderly conduct. Of course, all of them, uh, got back in the good graces of Dragon Gate. Everybody buried the hatchet. uh. But that's, you know, a really... I don't know. I'm already excited that Suji Kondo's back, but I'm very happy with the fact they're challenging for the win, actually. So, uh, uh... Of course, we'll get to it at the end, but Kobe World shaping up very, very nice. Uh, then what's our main event? The, uh, no... Well, <coughs> it was supposed to be no to <laughs> you. Uh... Nakagawa yeah, kind of missed the boat on this one, but they just didn't know DQ anyway. They were just like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> uh, it was Kai versus Yamato, the no rope, lumberjack match. And this is probably the perfect way to end this feud, in my opinion. Although, like, them in the cage would have been nice, but I think this is probably the right way to go.
1: Yeah, I feel like this is more chaotic as well
0: oh yeah for sure that was one of my main concerns uh i don't know about you but like at the like beginning stages and like halfway through i was just like uh well i mean it's a good match but uh, it's not very chaotic for the ending of a feud until it became very chaotic uh,
1: yeah it, it really just went from like zero to 100 like immediately
0: oh yeah for sure i was like oh okay good good which i mean I know a lot of people don't like interferences in matches. I don't either, but this match is no DQ and it's like the end of a blood feud, so I kind of want chaos everywhere.
1: Yeah, uh, I feel like it wouldn't have made much sense if there wasn't just, like, chaos.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, fucking Kai did the uh, Thunderfire uh, power driver from the ring to a table on the outside, and then uh, RAD started beating the shit out of the table with, like, a baseball bat, and, all, and then I was wondering what they were doing. They were just making more weapons for Kai to use out of the broken pieces of the day. Well, I was like, yo, that's fucking big brain. I was like, hey, you know what? We got we to gotta take that. That's smart. Uh, but, of course, uh, uh, Kai wasn't going to win here. Yamato got the win. He finishes off the feud on top. Uh, like we said, good match. I thought a perfect way to end this feud. Uh, allows both guys to move on with closure. Uh, and hopefully they don't have another fucking singles match for a while uh, <laughs> uh, hey I like both of them but I mean they, I would like to see them fight other people especially Kai there's still a lot of people for him to face in Dragon Gate uh, then after the match uh, Yamato basically called out Shin Skywalker and he was just like I'm the first person to beat you since you came back so i want to shout out the Dream Gate Championship in case he said "Hold the fuck oh who the fuck do you think you are he was like, I won King of Gate, I got the first shot, what's wrong with you? And then Yamato was just like, well, he was like, shut shut up. Well, he's like, (laughs) well, uh, yeah, I mean, that's true and all, but I I beat Shun. and then I was just like, yeah, but you also lost in King of Gate, so you don't get a shot, loser. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But no, he was just like, I'm fine with y'all having y'all's match, I just want the next, I want the winner the next night, which, I mean, KZ winning against Shun and then beating Yamato after being Yamato's fucking pinfall guy for, like, over a year is probably the most chef's kiss thing they can do. So, I'm fine with it. Uh, Like, I I texted you, like, before I even got to the main event, I was like, Kobe World's probably going to be a show of the the year contender because both nights are just looking phenomenal.
1: You know what, I think uh, that and Peter Pan will probably be, like, two of the best shows this year, honestly.
0: Oh yeah, I agree. I can see that. Uh, I don't know. It's just uh, one of the big questions: where are we going to see title matches on night two? Because the like ongoing consistent consensus was they'll probably just use that night for Yoshino to just do whatever he wants, a card or something. But uh, and he'll, he's definitely main event night two. But I'm glad they are having title matches on night two because it opens up more possibilities. Uh, I'm still holding out for UT to challenge for the Brave Gate Championship on night two because I I don't have to fucking explain why. I just want to hope of <laughs> the title. Okuda, I'm done with you. <laughs> done. So done. I'll let you understand. This man has a teddy bear mask on. I can't be even more done. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I look forward to, of course, I think that podcast might be strictly that show because there's gonna be fucking so much
1: uh, yeah there'll be like 50 matches on like both nights. the shows together
0: yeah for sure uh, unless there's just like a can't miss show that that weekend we'll simply just gonna do that show oh unless you want to talk about G1 we can talk about G1 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no you sure oh, I mean me and not gonna... when
1: stardom's doing their own G1 <laughs>
0: Me and Beth are going to fucking review every show of G1 and every 5-star Grand Prix show this year on the podcast. <laughs> oh, God.
1: We'll, we'll do a special, just like, another podcast just to go over G1 and 5-star.
0: And it'll be us asking why it sucks.
1: <laughs> why uh, am I watching, like, yeah. 15, 40-minute matches every if, single day?
0: <laughs> if we watched those, I'd probably hate wrestling. <laughs> I'd Honestly, probably, same. But... <laughs> I probably actually hate wrestling, uh, but that brings us over to Stardom. Uh, they ran. Speaking yoga. of
1: hating wrestling,
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of people love Stardom. Okay, let me let me work this the right way. Me and Beth very much so like the wrestlers in Stardom. We just don't fucking like the, like company or the like shows that usually happen. So <laughs> uh, yeah, uh,
1: I feel like that's me with most things. I feel like as a wrestling fan now, this is just a general statement where I feel like I'm very much I separate the art from the terrible company. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and yeah, it's not the girls' fault that they have to work like fucking every other day of the year and. Usually end up hurt half the time. and
1: you go to 15-minute time limit draws.
0: They're just being worked to death. It's not their fault. Uh, but they ran Yokama Budokan. This was, I think it, I read on Twitter, it was the best numbers they did in Budokan. So big draw, Natsuko Tour, baby. You already know. Uh,
1: I mean, according Because I've got it up on Cage Match. According to Cage Match, they got uh, 1,135 people.
0: Oh, fuck yeah. Big draw, go baby. Uh, eat that. Start of twitter y'all suck <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have the matches so I'll go ahead hand it over to you let you MC the dang
1: yeah so it was uh, Yokohama Dream Cinderella in the summer that yep. was the official title obviously. and that's
0: for true
1: <laughs> but uh, we started the show with a gauntlet tag match it was Gen Death and Konami versus Hanan and Hina versus Lady C and Micah versus Rina and Saki Kashima I didn't know this was a gauntlet match at first, so I was really confused when it was just Rena and Saki versus Hanan and Hina at the start.
0: Yeah. Okay, I didn't know half of this card until I watched, okay. Until <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Yeah, and you know what? For what it's worth, I don't think I actually I don't think I hated this match. It was just kind of there though. It was just there.
1: I feel like I would have preferred this as just a normal like four way tag,
0: yeah, because it would have me more time to talk about how Saki Kashima is probably one of the most underrated wrestlers on this roster.
1: Yeah, that was very true. Yeah,
0: Dude,
1: well, funny. I think that about Fuki Gen death because everybody seems to think she's trash. <laughs> you know what? A
0: majority of Oedota is just the most underrated wrestlers that, yeah, on a death, so
1: unless you're, unless you're Konami, then. You, you don't get any respect from
0: Joshi Twitter at all. Jo- Joshi Twitter, not Joshi Twitter, Stardom Twitter, because Joshi Twitter they they know the deal. They they know yeah. about they know about base Yoniyama. Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird that in Stardom Lord Kaori Yoniyama isn't good. Apparently, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that's absolutely <Yeah>. ridiculous.
1: <laughs> Minus what? that great high speed match she had with Azumi when Azumi was champion, but people—I don't know—people one day will understand how fucking good Yoniyama is. Like but people will understand that you wouldn't have a high speed division if it wasn't for Yoniyama. So
0: Yeah, if it wasn't for people like Yoniyama and Natsuki Tao, this division would fucking exist. Okay, yeah. uh, <laughs> and then Saki, hers, she's just—I don't know. It's just a weird fucking case for her where people just think she's not good for some reason. Maybe it's because stardom Charles forces her to force her to be high speed or something, but
1: you know. No offense to Saki, but she's not a high speed wrestler.
0: No, she has the only way she can work high speed is is if she has the right person to do it with.
1: Yeah, like I don't wanna see like a or starlight kid running circles around Saki Kashima.
0: Yeah. She can, Maybe like, like Natsu
1: Poi or something, but...
0: Yeah, well, Poi's slow, so, I mean, it'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> like, compared to Izumi and Starlet Kid, fucking Poi's slow as shit, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Saki deserves our flowers. This match was, like, outside of, like... Compared to the rest of the card, it was just there, and you will easily forget about it. Yeah, nope. I
1: think I said to you as well, I was like, how come Micah has better chemistry working with Lady C than she does her actual tag partner?
0: Yeah, I don't think, no, I don't think that was me, but I agree. Uh, (laughs) I don't know,
1: DDM just. DDM's really weird when it comes to, like, chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Even, like,
0: we'll get to it later, so I won't bring it up now, but it's just, like, in actual tag matches that aren't, like, 10-person tags. The chemistry is just not very good.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is weird because like when they do have singles matches against each other, it's like usually the one of the best matches on the card.
0: Unless it's Shuri versus Julia, then it sucks ass.
1: I mean, Shuri gives a good match with everybody, Expl- in, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> El, don't you go? not you try to tell me that double title match was good? Don't you try this? <laughs> We're not doing this today. Uh, no, but. Uh, Konami and Gen Death, of course, won it. They were the final team, in, and they just beat the shit out of, I think it was Micah and Lady C. Yeah.
1: I think that's the first time Lady has ever been on the winning side, as well.
0: Yeah, well, it doesn't count, because it was an actual match. Yeah, true. It was just a trend. Also,
1: I really, I really don't want Lady C in DDM.
0: Okay, dude. Alright, so, here's the thing. The Cosmic Angels have three people, one, use Kota Ibushi. Two, gets so much unnecessary disrespect from Stardom Twitter. The third one only knows how to do three moves. But Lady C and Cosmic Angels, so they have a fourth member.
1: Yeah, we need somebody else to bully.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, imagine how tired I am of... It feels like every Cosmic Angels match I've seen is the exact same because... They probably ran that match, like, 45 times because they've only had these three members for so long.
1: No, it's true. But, like, it's not even just that. I feel like Lady C doesn't even fit in with DDM. No! You already have Himeka. She's tall. What do you want yeah. another tall for?
0: <laughs> yeah. Why do you need another tall green person? It's like, asking for a disaster right there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's only so much Shuri can do to, like, keep everybody together and not, like, accidentally break someone's neck.
0: Yeah, Mike is just here to get pinned. So, like, oh, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want out of... Uh, okay, so let's move on to the next one.
1: Yeah, so the uh, the next match was Zumi and Momo Watanabe from Queen's Quest versus Ruaka and Starlight Kid from away to Starlight Kid had her new... A way to tie specific gear, which I really liked, and everybody was saying that her little fangs on a mask was silly, and I like them, and I think everybody's wrong.
0: Uh, well, that's because anybody who is a male and they talk about Joshi, they're automatically wrong. <laughs> like most of the stuff I say is wrong, but that's the point of this podcast. So, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, no, I thought this was a good look, and for for a start being a company, they usually. Fucking sucks when it comes to making new theme songs when the previous one the person had was really good. Cough Cough series WNC theme. Uh,
1: oh, Kanani.
0: Yeah. It's it's a theme. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, the saw the Starlight Kid
1: theme, I don't think it was bad. I thought it fit pretty well.
0: And like she seemed to be very much in her element in this one.
1: Yeah, I really like Starlight Kid in A Way Tie. I didn't think I would, but, like...
0: I like it a lot.
1: Yeah, I feel like this is what she needed. I mean, I'm surprised that they did it, because from a marketing standpoint, they can really make a lot of money off, like, babyface Starlight Kid.
0: But the thing is, with Stardom, they could always just bring her back and do that. Yeah. Like, there's, like, Starlight Kid's not, like, fucking 30. She's, like, 19, 18. So, like, she can always go back and be a face and make all this money as a big top baby face.
1: Yeah, which I think they should definitely do that when
0: the time is she's right.
1: ready to be like the top top star.
0: Myu you said she wants her to be the leader of stars. I think they should do that when she's ready like her in the auto tie is fine for now. keep her there because it gives her something new, something fresh, uh, something that's got me hooked. Uh, but when she's ready to take that next leap, Go ahead, take her back. Let her be the leader of STARS because her and STARS was, like, while she was starting to climb up the ranks a little bit, she was still not getting anywhere.
1: Yeah, it's like she's, she's always going to be below Mayu, like, anyway. Like, everybody's yeah. automatically going to be below Mayu. That's just how it is in Stardom. But with their, like, how they work, and it's like their units really don't mix with everybody else, yeah. nowadays, so it's like Starlight Kid can learn from everybody in Oedotai, you know you've got Saki, Konami, Yanayama, and Natsuko that you can learn from that's been doing it just as long as Mayu has, most of them yeah, for and sure. have had like outside experience, so
0: for sure uh, I told everybody to fucking trust me with the Starlight Kid and tie thing because everybody overreacted but me so once again, I am the smartest fucking person alive, thank you <laughs> Uh, this tag match. Uh, before I get into, I'll get into more of the Starlight Kid O'Atai stuff later when we talk about the white belt match. Uh, but uh, this tag match, what it was worth, very good tag match. Like I said, Ru- like Ruaka has improved drastically since she's joined O'Atai. Like it's not even funny. <laughs>
1: yeah, people, like I, I, see this. I don't remember if I saw it on Twitter or Reddit. It was probably Reddit, honestly. But they like. They dragged Ruaka for being bad, and I'm like, first of all, she's 16. That's a Second is all, a this is, like, ma- the first time that she's been, like, truly pushed as a wrestler.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's got a big math final coming up, and you're over here bullying her. Like, what the is wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> dude, like, this was perfect, because Nasco has called her her successor, and I genuinely think Nasco's probably, like, behind the scenes, probably her mentor or whatever. So this was probably the right move for her to go to and It's paying off dividends. Uh, She got announced for Five Star. I'm excited to see what she can do uh, because as much, no matter how many matches she has with other members of the roster, her and Five Star is going to get her so much more experience than any tag match really could ever. It gets her a chance to get in there, showcase some single stuff with everybody else, learn a few things. So I'm excited for that. And of course, uh with this tag match, her and kid, they meshed well. Like I said, Kid was just I don't know, this is like the most refreshed I've seen like Kid since we've reviewed Stardom on the show in a while. Yeah, I feel
1: like she's a bit more motivated now, like before yeah. it feel like she was just actually going with emotions, just doing yeah, you know, her high speed stuff. But now it's like even with um her like opening sequence that she does with Azumi all the time. They added a few new bits in. Yeah. So it's well, like, you can clearly tell that she's motivated to do her stuff now.
0: Yeah, like I said, I think she looked in her element here. And then, of course, uh, Momo and Azumi, of course, always a good tag team. So this was honestly a perfect first match for them to have. Uh, and it's kind of wild that, like, Momo and Azumi are just floating. That's, I mean, it's not weird for Momo because we know that Bush Brothers like Momo, it's just weird that out of everybody in Queen's Quest the two best members by far are the ones that are flound- like floundering, not really doing
1: much I mean the part of me can kind of understand it because I can see why they're capitalizing on Utami and Sire at the minute but it's also like I would assume that Azumi and Momo would be the ones in their role
0: yeah. uh, At the very least, give them the tag titles, like.
1: You know what? I was really surprised they didn't win the tag titles after the tournament.
0: Because, like, what the fuck are Sherry and Julia actually
1: doing with them?
0: They were They're just... they having them
1: as a showpiece.
0: <laughs> it was literally just something for Julia to win. Like, they don't really need the tag titles. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> give them to Izumi and Momo because not only do they need something but they could probably help this division a lot So,
1: yeah it's like Stardom's got like a pretty decent tech division Yeah, and they, they just choose to give it to Julia and Sherry and like don't do anything with it
0: it's just there it was just something for Julia to win after she lost to Tam so uh, Which,
1: I mean I like both Sherry and Julia but they, they don't need the tech titles
0: yeah, I can agree with that. And I mean, I mean, it's already like known Julia's going to win five stars, so why the fuck do they still have them? What's the point? Uh, but Mambo and Azumi, of course, won here. Really fun. Fun tag match that was uh, quite the contra- contrast uh, from the opener where it was just like you didn't even get time to digest anything that happened in the match. They crammed a lot of stuff into this match, and it was all enjoyable, so... That was the cue to move on to the next meta. Sorry,
1: my <laughs> laptop froze. That's all, God. But uh, yeah, so after that, we had the final of the Future of Stardom tournament, whatever they were doing. After it got vacated because Saeed Eaters, was it her knee exploded or something? Yeah. Yeah, so we had two 30 year old women fighting for the future title. The tackling ageism honestly we have to stand. Uh, you had Mina Shirakawa versus Yunagi sayaka
0: This was solid this is solid. that's all I'm I gonna was, get
1: uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get my controversial opinion out now uh, Ooh, I oh, I got
0: uh, let me get my other stuff out before you okay
1: you you say it before I get canceled
0: <laughs> No you're gonna you could say it but I, it's got other stuff to add. okay so one I was just asking for this match to be decent. Uh, Not because of Mina, because Mina's the goat. Unagi just knows how to do three moves, so I was not expecting anything good to come from her. Uh,
1: Which one of her three moves looks terrible for once.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, that
1: frog splash thing she does, did not like it.
0: <laughs> it usually looks pretty good, but this one likes shit.
1: <laughs> I think she might have slipped off the ropes when she did it, so I'll, yeah. I'll give her a little bit of leniency.
0: Yeah. Once, once again, just want to put it out there, Mina Shirakawa is very good, and the people who thought or think Unagi's better, y'all are fucking stupid, and I suggest y'all stop watching wrestling and go fucking outside, touch some grass, go find something else to do, because this ain't for you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll let Beth go ahead and get cancelled. I'm, I'm not... I'm not done right,
1: with. so I am immediately going to get cancelled, and this isn't even just for my bias of Mina, because I really like tam and so kamitani however i thought that mina versus yunagi was a better match than that and i'm gonna say that that was probably mina and yunagi was probably one of the better matches on the entire card uh-huh. and i'm shocked i'm saying that myself like I, I like if you follow me on twitter you know that i really like mina but like i was shocked that that was genuinely like one of my favorites, if not my favorite match of the whole show. Like, something just clicked for them.
0: It was not one of my favorite matches of the card, but I thought it was good by what I was hoping or what I was expecting them to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, it definitely like went above my expectations, but I say that because like I watch any wrestling with just no expectations, so I'm not disappointed. <laughs> Listen, but like th- this match just worked, and I wasn't even mad that they started out with like technical wrestling. Because usually I would be, usually I'd be like, maybe don't do that, but it, it worked, and I don't know why.
0: I-, I was just letting you explain everything so people can screen record this sound bite and just cancel you on Twitter, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Don't worry, I'll get canceled later on, but we just had to get that out there. But of course, yeah. <laughs> the cream always rises to the top. Mina Shirakawa, future of stardom champion. Mina two belts. The cream always rises to the top, baby. You already know what's up.
1: Chum-chum Shirakawa, honestly. This is the greatest timeline that we are living in right now.
0: She'll probably lose it to Inagi in two weeks, but you know what? We're not going to review that show, so it doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and everybody complaining or or like celebrating that Mina's going to have the title for like 30 days, you were very lame.
0: Yeah, I think you've never been touched in your life. That's what I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people that want to sit here, this is just going to be me defending Mina for like 15 minutes now, but like no, people yeah. that want to s- sit there and say that Mina is trash, you have never watched a Mina match in your life. That's all I'm going to say.
0: You'll never find a significant other ever in your life. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> you just be able to... <laughs> not only is she, not only is Mina talented, but she's a good-looking woman. So you're just jealous.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, you probably just hate women. Yeah, truthfully. And and we're a podcast that hates women, and we like Mina. So. <laughs> like that. No <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: but all right. So the next match was what the Goddess match.
1: Yeah, so it was the the Goddess of Stardom title match. We had Julian Sherry, the champions, versus. And Mayu Iwatani from stars, even though that's like the only two people left in stars at the minute.
0: Oh, the Ringu star, but how are you gonna disrespect the Ringo star? What's wrong <laughs> with you?
1: But the, the three people that's in okay. stars that's,
0: that's more like it. Okay, this is the only Julia and Sherry, Sherry tag Julia and Sherry tag matches uh, that I actually like. So every yeah, other, I can see that. Every other one I've seen. I've hated, and it was for one simple reason. Julia would not get the fuck out the ring. (laughs) In this match, you know what she did? Got the fuck out the ring and came in and just did her big spots. That's all I ask.
1: Yeah, I feel like with tag matches, which is weird because Julia mostly did tag matches in Ice Ribbon, with tag matches, she just like works better if she's not in the match for longer and she just lets the, the veteran of the team take over.
0: I'm sure she's a nice lady. Sure, Julia is a nice woman. <laughs> Even though Tsukasa Fujimoto probably disagrees with me, but I'm sure Julia is a nice woman. Uh, oh,
1: we forgot to mention her big orange head.
0: Oh, yeah, she came out looking like Chester Cheeto. It was crazy.
1: Uh, she came out looking like uh, Naomi from DDT.
0: Oh, yeah, she's like, <laughs> na- dude, she should have came out of Reggae Town. I probably would have liked it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, reggae town? I would have been like oh shit <laughs> no, when but... I saw her come out I was trying to think who she looked like and it was Naomi no, from the no, DDT.
0: <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah I could see that Julia come out of Reggae Town then I'll like you <laughs> no but uh, no offense to her probably a nice woman although sukasa Fujimoto probably wants to throw hands with her uh, and I want to see everybody on this roster wrestle more than Julia that's just that's just the truth. Uh, I, I don't want to say she's maybe bad at the wrestling part because they're trying to turn her into this technical wrestler. If she just brawls, she's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Like, literally, if she just brawls, that's all I ask for. But the thing is, why I've hated the Julia, Julia and Sherry uh, tag matches is Julia would fucking try to work over people for 95 minutes and be in the match most of the time and no that automatically makes me want to go to sleep this match Shuri was just in here being a mess for most of the match and then uh, julia came in and did her big spots but most of this match was just kaguma getting her shit in and i enjoyed every bit of it i fucking love that my little kaguma kaguma was going crazy in this match
1: you know what? i really hope that uh, kaguma gets like a really good five-star run
0: Oh, me too. Uh, if I do watch something from Five Star, like, after the main event, I was like, okay, I have no reason to watch this tournament at all. If I do watch anything, it'll probably be Kaguma matches.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I'm probably going to, like, check out more, more of Five Star than I will, like, any any other tournament, but...
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I probably won't. <laughs> I'll probably, <laughs> probably just watch Kaguma matches. Uh probably some Starlight Kid matches too. Uh I don't know. I'll check out a few things but
1: You're not they, gonna watch any Yanagi matches?
0: No. <laughs> I'll I'll watch her versus let see. Oh Himeka's gonna be back. Uh I'll watch her versus Hameka if Hameka brings back the running power bomb. You
1: know what I miss her running power bomb?
0: You know what? Scratch that, don't use that. I'm using that. <laughs> uh but uh yeah. You know, I already like Koguma from the little bit I've seen since she's came back from stardom. But this match, they really allowed her to get everything out of her system, and she excelled. Like, you couldn't ask for a better performance from her, because, uh, like, Mayu 100% just steps to the side, let her take over.
1: Yeah, which I think, like, I think Mayu should start doing that a little bit more now. Like, especially well, with her saying that she's going to retire in two years, which I can't blame her, but. Dude, I, I feel would like if she just lets Hanan and Kaguma just take over then...
0: Dude, I would be retired now if I worked for Bushiro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude, I'd be so fucking tired by like the end of the year. Uh, I'd be tired by the end of the week. <laughs> tired by 9pm. But, uh... <laughs> no. Maybe it just helps with the fact that Mayu and Kaguma are just really good friends. That Mayu has like the confidence and like hey, you used to be very good, even better than me, so, hey, just take over.
1: Yeah, I think I could see them two winning the title off of whoever beats Julian Sherry.
0: I'm fine with that. Like I said, that's what I kind of want. Like, I was hoping they'd won here. Uh, I really couldn't see any harm in them putting the belts here at all.
1: Yeah, especially because, like, they'll probably be transition champions anyway, like, I hate to say it, Yeah. I feel like they'd give Mayu just another tag run at this point, and they usually could have just given it to Koguma and Mayu and then had them drop it to, like, Azumi and Momo later on.
0: Well, uh, it'll probably go... Well, Tam will end up... Okay, I think Tam should drop, and if she does, it'll probably be her and Mina winning the tag belts, and then they'll, like, transition to, like, Koguma and Mayu. They'll are that.
1: Yeah, I can see that
0: then Nizumi and Momo will get a title run in like three years. So, uh, but no, like I said, this was like the only tag match I enjoyed from, uh, Julia and Sherry. I thought everything just clicked in this one. Uh, are you know, I know what they're trying to do that motor machine guns, like double, like made in Japan, like move. Uh, I don't know how much I like it, but I mean, if gun do it, I guess go crazy. Uh, I mean, but,
1: I, I don't personally like it, but yeah, I, I can see why they do it as, like, a tag move.
0: Oh. Maybe it's just because I saw the Motor City Machine Guns do it that one time they returned to Impact, like, last year, and it looked like they fucking killed Desmond Xavier, and since it did look like that, I just didn't like it. Maybe that's the case.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can really compare them teams.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't. You really can't compare anything to the <laughs> Motor City Machine Guns. Maybe that's my fault, but, yeah. I don't know. I think, well... With Julie, Julia, and Sherry, I think there's a uh, other tag moves they could do for a finish that'd be better for them.
1: Or just like Julia not being a tag wrestler with Sherry.
0: Yeah, or DDM don't do tag matches. <laughs>
1: Even when DDM do like tag matches, they for like the the main tag teams, like the actual tag teams in the unit, they've put together the wrong people, in my opinion. Yeah. Which is basically everybody should be teaming with Shuri except for Julia.
0: Yeah. Which basically the only right option is Micah and Shuri. It's like the only right team that matters.
1: (laughs) Yeah, honestly, that's the only team that, like, wrestles like a tag team. Like, I will not compare them to, like, Shuri when she was with Sheeta. Yeah. But, like, Shuri's just a good tag wrestler anyway, and I think they've just paired the wrong people together. It has
0: them. the uh, Yoshiko and Hiroyo Matsumoto effect where no matter who they team with, it's just going to end up being a good team.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Uh, but, of course, uh, champions retain here. Uh, afterwards, uh, they set up a Nagi SWA challenge, which... okay, I know why. <laughs> uh, You know, she just lost. I don't know if that was something I would do, but... Go crazy. Uh, I mean...
1: Shuri's been without a challenger for a while, and by the looks of it, sure just got bored. coming back to stardom that's a foreigner.
0: <laughs> that's fair. but Unless you're
1: going to have like Martina come back and win.
0: Oh, she should. Martina, SWA champ, baby. Let's go. Uh, but they're still planning on Aphrodite getting the next tag title shot, which cool.
1: I guess they're going to win it again.
0: I hope not. <laughs> uh, but probably will. Who knows? But the next match, was it the white belt match?
1: Yeah, the uh, the Wonder of Stardom tile match with Tam Nakano, the champion, versus Saya Kamitani after she won the Cinderella tournament.
0: I won't bury it like Beth. <laughs> I think the first thing I tweeted out was God, this match completely shit a brick on Poi versus Tam, which I did not like very much.
1: Uh, Let me just redeem myself. I I enjoyed the match, but I think it could have been better. But like we said, Tanahkana has just been co-ribushied, So yeah,
0: I don't know. Not only are Tam's matches feeling a bit off when it comes to title match, except for this one. Well, well, she only defended that one other time, but I don't think that boy. Before... Well, everybody holds the boy defense in high regards. I personally didn't care for it. Uh, thought it was fine, but. Not gonna be anywhere near my matches of the year, uh. Uh, and I feel like with the point defense, they tried too hard to tell the story. While this one, it just came naturally. Like they didn't need to try too hard because most people watching Starter now, have been watching and know that Tam very much coveted Saya, and then Saya was just like, "I'm gonna go join Queen's Quest." So it was yeah, just like naturally. The...
1: Yeah, the story for this was what they were trying to make Tam and Poi. like they yeah. like they were trying to make like Tam and Poi's friendship from like twenty years ago mean something now. Yeah, except nobody knew far. they were friends anyway.
0: Yeah, I did, and I was like, "What?" And <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... <laughs>
1: then Poi sat there at the the press conference like crying because they're no longer friends, and everybody's like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like,
0: "Bro, what's your fucking problem?" <laughs> uh, but no, uh, this is also one of my favorite types of Tam matches where Tam's just a complete dickhead the whole match. Like, she just completely bullied Saya, and then Saya just flipped a switch where she just got the Ibushi murder eyes and just started slapping the hell out of her.
1: Yeah, I feel like this should make Tam more of a dickhead. Yeah,
0: I mean, she's good at it. Why not?
1: I was <laughs> just like, I was... Um... Speaking to someone, and I was like, you know what, I think that um, Cosmic Angels would be good as a heel group.
0: Yeah, because Tam's a hypocrite. We'll get to it afterwards, but Tam's the biggest hypocrite in this company. <laughs> uh, but
1: uh, <laughs> Oh, it was uh, Liam from Inside the Ropes, that was it. Uh, okay, okay. Shout out, yeah. shout out to the man. Shout out to them, I'll be on their podcast soon.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll eventually, shit, I don't know what podcast I'm going to do next. Let's not. Okay. I'll eventually go do something with Alex and uh, Dylan, and then I'll eventually probably do the seed cast or something. I don't know. I'll do something next. but definitely. Nobody will let
1: me on your podcast. I'm just going to bury everybody.
0: Yeah. Don't, that's why people don't let me on their podcast.
1: don't no <laughs>
0: get on whatever we're talking about. <laughs> uh, but I'll be somewhere eventually. That's just always on people's podcasts. So look out for that. Uh, yeah. but, no, like, Tam is very visibly. It's not that she's a bad babyface, she's just so much better at being a dig.
1: It's like, I feel like Cosmic Angels would be a good version of, like, what Oedo Tai was under Kigetsu when they were Crackheads. That's understandable If that makes sense. Like, they'd be a fun, like, Mean Girls trio.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, who's going to sit there and let themselves get bullied by Unaki? Nobody. Everybody's going to fucking and be like, bro, who the... Nobody's going to let that happen. Uh, no, but uh, like I said, I enjoyed this match. Uh, fuck, I'm mad because there was a spot I wanted to talk about and I forgot about it because this was the first shot I watched. Uh, but anyway, fuck it. I can't remember what the spot
1: was. It was, was something. It the Phoenix Splash spot? That was really weird, yeah.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> it was another spot before that. It was something on the outside, but this spot reminded. me. But that spot is also the other one I wanted to mention. Uh, was it, was it size
1: uh, punch it to the outside?
0: It may have been, but I think it was something that looked fucking crazy. No, they they did like some sort of bra or something where they like went over the top or something. I don't remember what it was. They did something where it was just like, okay, that looked pretty dangerous, but uh, Phoenix splash spot. So, yeah. Also, I was like, okay, she'll probably move. No, so, fucking... Saya eats shit on Tam's knees. Like, jaw first, going in.
1: <laughs> I don't even... I don't know what was meant to happen with that. I'm not gonna sit there and pretend that I, I was booking that match, but... I don't know if it was, like, Saya botching the, the move, or it was, like, Tam forgetting to move, or what.
0: But, Saya just ate straight-up shit
1: on that one. Uh...
0: Then the finish I don't, I don't
1: know if Tam was trying to stop her from, like, breaking her neck or what. I don't
0: know what it was, but it was rough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, the finish, uh, of course, was the Twilight Dream. I don't know. She hasn't... It's like this move has not looked good since she's first debuted it. Like, every time I've seen it since then, it just hasn't looked very good. We're just usually fine. It's just the execution on the full suplex. is kind of wonky. Uh... But anyway, finish doesn't take away from the match. Good match. Good defense. Kind of shocked. Kind of expected to the completely cut to all the way, Tam, and just have her lose here. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I think but. people saying that this was like their worst match of the year were being a little bit dramatic.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because I saw multiple people saying that, that they thought it was like the worst match that stardom's had this year. And I'm like,
0: they did not see that Unagi and Sia match. <laughs> I guarantee it.
1: Yeah, I mean, Saya's had like a bad match this year and it was not against Tam, but...
0: Yeah, I promise you. This match was pretty damn good. Uh, but yeah, they completely Kota up uh, Tam because she's had the belt since like March. Like four months, she's defended it twice. And she's defended the artist belts like nine times in between those defenses, so...
1: Yeah, because I think they're going into like the eighth defense of the artist title now. And
0: Yeah, Alex, me and Alex were talking. He was just like, uh, they're probably going to have him just break the record for longest reigning and be like the best trio in stardom history. And I was like, yeah, probably so. Which means they're going to continue to Koto Bushi Tam as white belt champ.
1: Uh, I can't believe the artist title is more important than the, the white belt.
0: Yeah, it's, it's fucking nuts. Uh, then after the match, Starlight Kid came to the ring and she was just like, Temuchan. You're going to have to face Starlight Kid from time now, so I'm going to whoop your <laughs> So,
1: You Ar- know what? I hope she wins. First of all, isn't Kid meant to be fighting Poi for the high-speed title? Yeah, well, Poi's... Foot. Or did we forget about that?
0: <laughs> I think Kid was just like, well, Poi's probably going to get injured when she comes back, so I'm going to go for this white belt. <laughs> Champ Champ Starlight Kid, that's what we need. Uh... I'm going to go ahead and say it now. You already said it, jump the gun. I hope 100% Starlight Kid wins. There is nobody on this earth that can convince me that there's any other more interesting outcome of this eventual title match than Starlight Kid winning because there's not. I'm sorry, but there's
1: not. I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, stardom shocks me with who they have. Challenging of titles anyway, but I don't know who could realistically face Tam after Starlight Kid.
0: Uh Twitter says Konami, Rossi Ogawa says shut the fuck up. Uh,
1: <laughs> Rossi says uh, Julia. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, double champ, <laughs> undisputed champ. Uh but no, there's no more interesting outcome than Starlight Kid winning this title.
1: I mean, I feel like she could have somewhat of like an Ariza reign.
0: Oh yeah, where it just comes out of nowhere of being really fucking good.
1: Yeah. Minus, like, her neck turning into a sinky and then she just leaves undefeated, but...
0: yeah, that's kind of baller. She should do that. Uh, <laughs> no, but... Uh... Yeah, I, don't, I just don't see a good outcome where Tam retains. Like, what does this do for the belt or Starlight Kid?
1: I mean, I feel bad for Tam that she's just had, like, a really like-luster Kota Ibushi reign.
0: Yeah, I do too, because Tam is not bad by any means.
1: Like, yeah, I mean, she's definitely one of the the best on the roster.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Now yeah. that you don't have, like, kagetsu and Hazuki there, and Ariza.
0: And all those other people. But uh, <laughs> her white belt reign was deserved, but they shit the bed with it. And it's not her fault. It's genuinely not her fault.
1: Yeah, this is why we say she got Kota Ibushi. Cause yeah. like,
0: I doubt Kota Ibushi was just like, I want to unify on these belts, be hated, and just have a terrible reign.
1: Yeah, like, they, they really just dropped the ball on time, which is weird, because she's got a marketable look. She's clearly making up a ton of money because the fighter like, books are selling out. Like, Weird. Financially, it makes sense to push her. But they're just like...
0: Not doing it well. Yeah. But that's just our opinion, so hopefully kid will take that bout. Now the main event, this kind of sucked to talk about. But uh, go ahead, let us know.
1: Yeah, so it was the World of Stardom title match. You had Yatami Hyeshister versus Natsuko Tora. Very hyped up. Genuinely thought we were going to see a new champion. And then the match was only 10 minutes. Because Natsuko, her knee just imploded on itself, and it was disgusting.
0: First of all, this match was going great. It was probably on its way to be in my match of the night. Like, the amateur wrestling that Natsuko and Tommy did, very, very good, and everything else as they were advancing, this match would probably, if it would have gotten to a full match and it probably would have been the match of the night. With that being said, that sucks a lot. Uh, It already sucks that this was uh, the biggest match in Nasco's career, main event. And she gets hurt on a freak freak injury. It's not something that was done out of spite. Not something that anybody could have saw coming. It was just a freak accident that happened on something that was very basic.
1: Yeah, which happens all
0: the time yeah, in wrestling. It just, happens. it just happens. But after it the show got very, very depressing. Uh for those who don't know, Cobra in Japan can't really make noise outside of clapping. Natsuko's sitting there screaming in pain. That's all we can hear. Utami is white as a ghost, just in complete shot and it's close enough on her face and then you have Ross them talking to Rossi and Rossi just being like yo just stop like cut the match can't continue she can't walk and Natsuko trying to walk with the visual of uh, Saki grabbing her hugging her and holding on to her so she doesn't get up and try to walk
1: yeah and, I mean th- this was very much like Natsuko didn't want the match to end like, yeah. like that yeah like she she was trying to get up and finish
0: yeah like I, like, nothing crushed me more than that image of Saki just grabbing her, hugging her, and just, like, going, no. And then, of course, we had Yoniyama Konami and everybody there just kind of like, hey, you gotta chill. You can't. Uh, Then, of course, you know, of course, knots goes breaking down, because, I mean, why wouldn't she? Uh, I mean, I
1: think, I think this is the first time she's been, like, seriously injured in a career.
0: I believe so, too. Outside of, like, maybe... which. A... Era. Sucks
1: even more. <laughs>
0: uh, and then... Once they got her carted out... They had Utami close the show... Who was in no condition to close the show at all.
1: From... A... Rossi Ogawa standpoint... I can understand why they had... Uh... Yatami close the show. Yeah, so Do like I you're... agree with it? No.
0: <laughs> I understand... It's how they usually end shows. They're probably also one to try to watch that thought out of everybody's mind. But the thing is, that is the only thing people are worried about after it happened. Uh,
1: yeah, like you can tell that Yatami just looked incredibly guilty. Like it was her fault that she, that Natsuko was injured. And
0: it wasn't. It was just like a freak accident. Something that happened basic. Uh, personally, I would have just handed her the trophy, handed her the belt, let her exit the ring close the show out like that because uh, while Utami did her best her trying to dig out words after
1: like what has happened is just not it yeah because I mean like injuries are traumatic anyway yeah like if you've ever had any sort of injury like for sure it, it's a traumatic experience for you but like it's, it's traumatic as well for, like, the person that's in the ring with you. It's like, you, you saw it for, like, uh, when Tegan Knox got injured and Rhea Ripley was saying that she had PTSD over it. And, like, you can tell that Yutami was, like, shook up. So you just, you feel bad that she was just like, right, here's the microphone, close the show. And she's just like, uh, what?
0: Yeah, so that's something I wouldn't do. Uh... Show was solid. Wasn't anything crazy. Unfortunately, management and everything. Uh could have been a lot better if things didn't go how they did. But uh Natsuko, that's what I think it was her ACL and yeah. she- quite a damn while so. Which I mean I don't want her to rush back, but that's a really serious injury, so
1: Yeah, she's she's definitely not gonna be back this year. That's that's for certain.
0: No, she won't be back till Probably close to this time next year. Maybe a little bit earlier.
1: Yeah, I mean, if it's anything like... um, Like Takumi or something, she'll probably be... Back a a little bit early.
0: Well, the thing is, Takumi does not care. (laughs) True. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that's
1: the case with that.
0: Alright, but we didn't want to close the show on that sad note, so... First, we're going to get to our fantasy booking segment. I will go first. Uh, Then, after that, I have few questions from our friends that we can answer. And then uh, we'll tell you what we're doing next week. Uh, so I'll go first. We're back in Cork as always, you know, our lovely home. we in New Japan, so Cork is the only place we can run. So leave it alone. Uh, so what I did, like I said, I texted you this morning. I was like, I don't think I've had anything booked. So I was like, you know what? Let's just do the Super J Cup all in one night.
1: Why not? You know what? That's how old tournament should be done is just in one night
0: yeah I mean that's how that's how Super J Cup used to be done was like it was all in one night so why not not a big tournament anyway first matchup well commentary team for uh, this one we got Jushin Liger we got me one of the greatest junior heavyweights of all time and then uh, of course one one third of the UWA Trials champion Katsuko Nakajima here being bald Uh, start off the night with Dragon Lee versus Kasayashi. Uh, just you know, your standard high, like high pace match, uh, very much lucha style. Uh, Cass gave it his all, but unfortunately he cannot beat the debuting Dragon Lee, who finished him with his uh suplex powerbomb thing, and he moves on to the next round, take on the winner of the next match. Uh, Hirom Takahashi faces El Desperado. If you've seen any other other matches, it's pretty on par. I'll except for Handsome Despy he didn't take off his mask. They just, they just kind of brawled. So,
1: I'm, I'm disappointed.
0: Yeah, so is the female audience in attendance. They're very disappointed too. But of course, they did a bunch of crazy shit. They're the ones that of course go into the crowd start doing dumb shit. Uh, Despy hits him with the uh, fuck what it's called, but it's basically Crazy Monkey. It's just a straight up punch to the jaw. I don't know the Spanish name for it. It goes with pinche Loco, but doesn't get it. Well, I'm going to hit some of the dynamite puncher, then hits the time bomb, gets the win that on. Next match, we had Kushida versus Shima. This was very, very technical. Uh, they won the match grappling a lot, of course. Shima, uh, an Ultimate Dragon student, and then Kushida, a legit MMA guy. So they grappled around a little bit before they kicked it up and got some junior heavyweight action going in. Uh, Shima hit the spine. He went up for the Meteora. Ushida moved out the way, punched him in the jaw. He locked in the hoverboard block. He cr- kept it cranked in. He eventually pulled it all the way back, and Shima had no choice but to tap out. Ushida advances. Then we had, in the last first round match, we had KZ versus Katara Suzuki. Uh, right off right off the belt, they went right at each other. KZ going in with four arm strikes. Katara, of course, known for his forearm strikes as well, so he fights right back with it, uh, spinning elbows but Casey doesn't let that happen. He hits him with the uppercut. He gets him out the ring. He goes for a dive. He dives. He hits Kotaro. Kotaro hits Nakajima ringside. Casey gets Kotaro back in the ring. He hits the uh, silver bullet, which is the uh, swanton. He only gets a two count. He goes for impact. Kotaro pushes him off and then hits him with the elbow shot to the gut before picking him up, hitting the tiger driver, and getting the three count. After the match, Nakajima, not very happy about getting hit. He gets in the ring and just starts beating on KZ. And then his uh, big muscular brother, uh, Masa Kitamiya comes out and just helps him. And then uh, Akira Kozawa comes to the ring and makes a save for KZ. He's trying to fight it off, and then they're still beating down on him. And then, of course, Nakajima and Kidomiya's dad, Kensuke Sasaki, come out and just goes, What are you doing? Gets in the ring, he's just like, hey, stop it. And then uh, Shuji Kondo comes out and kind of bucks up the Kensuke Sasaki. So, uh, looks like we have our next UWA Trios title match with uh, Kondo, KZ, and Tozawa taking on Kensuke's office. So, that'll be something that'll happen in the future. Then we got to the second round, uh, the semi final round Dragon Lee versus Run with Takahashi. This was the match that scared everybody in attendance. Uh, yeah. We had we had no barricades, because of course, while we have barricades, it's a junior tournament, but this match had everybody scared for their life. Uh, of course, Dragon Lee and Haramu, if you've seen any other matches, they do nothing but go from, as soon as the bell rings, they go from 100 to 200. Uh, and, I mean, that's how I like it. Uh, but unfortunately, Dragon Lee does not get the win. Haramu gets the one with the time bomb. He moves on to the final. Then we have Kushida versus Kataro Suzuki in the other semifinal match. Uh, Kushida and Kataro they grappled on the mat. They did the thing, you know. Just kind of keep it keep it real clean, keep it, like, nice, technical. Eventually get some flying in there, but all in all, just keep it very straight-laced and on the mat. But ultimately, Kataro gets the win. He hits him with the uh, mass driver, and then he puts him away. He goes to the finals. In the finals, of course, we have Hiromu Takahashi taking on Kotaro Suzuki. That's kind of been building, so why wouldn't it be my finals? This match, this is where Kotaro went the more dickish route. and just started doing anything he could to cheat. Uh, however, Hiromu fight out, fall off every dirty tactic he could and uh, hit the time bomb, but Kotaro got his foot on the rope. He went for the time bomb too, but Katara hooked onto the ref, so he couldn't put him down without bringing the ref down with him. Uh, he got out of it. He kicked Horamu in between the legs and then hit him with the mass driver, and he pins him one, two, three. Katara Suzuki wins the Super J-Cup and is the inaugural junior heavyweight champion. He's joined by the rest of the on Army, uh, Masato Tanaka, Takashi Sigeru, Yujo Takahashi as they celebrate him. Then after that, Daisuke Sasaki from Trish Loko comes to the ring and he makes the first challenge for the junior heavyweight title. Katara agrees and then Sasaki punches him in the face and then runs off with the title. So Katara... That sounds about right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Katara
0: doesn't even get to hold onto the belt for a little bit because Sasaki steals it. <laughs> so, very successful Super J-Cup, if I do say so myself.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm I'm sorry that he had his title stolen. <laughs>
0: Yeah, at least he's got the trophy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, has that? So you got the night show? What you got going on?
1: Right. So we start off with Shuri versus Chris Wolf, and what I'm doing with my units is I'm having like a maximum of four people, and then I'm just gonna have like people affiliated with the unit. Mm-hmm. So obviously Chris Wolf is gonna be affiliated with Aoiro Tai. And Shuri, basically, she just fucking murders Chris and then uses her as, like, a message to Kagetsu. You know, she wants the title. And Lawai just did. I just murdered this innocent woman.
0: And Kigetsu said, bro, I don't care.
1: <laughs> yeah, Kagetsu was just like, well, that's not Hazuki's, so... Whatever. I don't, I don't know what you want me to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh,
1: and then... We had a little bit of filler match. We had Natsu, Andras, uh, Rina Yamashita, and Kaho Kobayashi versus Hanako Nakamori, Nagisa Nozaki, Makoto, and Asuka. And we had Asuka pinning Kaho. Just just standard eight-woman tag match.
0: Damn, so... Andras can't even win in this universe. What the fuck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just deciding to be Mako as a booker.
0: That's crazy. <laughs>
1: Bethel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then after that, we had Mariko Yoshida versus Itsuki Aoki. And uh, Mariko... If you booked match okay murder, so. <laughs>
0: Yep, for true.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, that was just Itsuki trying to be chaotic and Mariko is having absolutely none of it and just murders so. her. So what I'm thinking of doing with Mariko is having to go for like the uh, Mid card title,
0: yeah,
1: which Kyo Suzuki has at the minute. So I feel like that will be maybe a title change. I don't know. I'll figure that. Yeah. I
0: need to. I need to release two people because I want to do. I want to bring like a veteran in and do some sort of like, kind of like Mochizuki dojo where he just like beats the sh- shit out of like young wrestlers and takes them under her in the <laughs> but, uh, I could do something with that.
1: Gotta keep that. Yeah, you should. You should definitely do that. Yeah. But uh, after that, we had the high-speed title match with Sakushi versus Suzu Suzuki, which, if you've seen like Aishiruben, you know that it's gonna be like very speedy, speedy murder. But uh, Suzu Suzuki won, so she's the new high-speed champion. Don't know what I'm gonna do with that yet. She just got the belt.
0: You're gonna have her defend against Atracong.
1: Yeah, probably. Good. Because, you know, Aja Kong is a high-speed wrestler.
0: She is. I don't hear any difference, so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, after that, we had a... kind of Seki tag match. We had Kiki Suzuki and Miyu Miyazaki versus Sariano and Maya Yuki. Uh, so what happened was Sari got the win, and uh, obviously, a Sekigun does... They all celebrate together because they're all winners. And then Riza Sarahs just kind of stood there and she's like that one Seth Rollins meme where Seth is just stood there while everybody like in DX is hugging.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I, li- I literally wrote that down in my notes. I was like Riza's Seth Rollins meme with DX and NWO. And uh... It's amazing.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: And then basically Cutie and Mimi are like, "Uh, can we challenge for the title? And then Sari on Reza's behalf is like, I think you should do it. And then Reza is just stood there like, hang on a minute, I'm the tag champion.
0: Yeah, not you, so shut the fuck up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Reza was just like, "Uh, we're going to have a proper discussion later on. So they they all disperse. I might have them do a tag match. I'm not sure yet, but that was just like, I wanted to get the, the story pushing with Sari and Risa because I feel like I'm going to have them do a death match at some point. Of for course. the custody of Yuki.
0: They're also going to have a baseball game as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're going to have a death match and a baseball game, and then the winner gets uh, Yuki.
0: <laughs> Yuki on a pole.
1: <laughs> and then uh, the main event, we had Kagetsu and Hazuki versus Kana and yeah, Shirai. Uh, first of all, that match in, in real life would be absolutely banging. But uh,
0: Yeah, too bad Hazuki's <clears throat> dead. I, I'm actually not coming back.
1: Hazuki's <laughs> <laughs> going to come by. She's just like,
0: yeah, i got a really plan.
1: A yeah, she's <laughs> like, i got a plan. I don't know what
0: the plan is yet, but i got a plan.
1: Yeah, she's like, this is the last time you've seen me in Kagetsu, but it's not the last time you've seen us. Bro, like, so it was like... <laughs> like this, God, she does cracks. <laughs> this woman's just having fun on Twitter, but... Anyway, Hazuki pins Eo, and then it all just, like, descends into Chaos, and Shuri comes out, she starts beating up Kigetsu... Chaos, Okada's here? Hazuki. Yeah.
0: My... I said, Chaos, Okada's here? I was like, oh, wait, no, they're on my show.
1: Yeah, so... And then Okada comes out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Shuri, Kana, and Eo they take out Hazuki... They take out Kageyu, uh, Natsu, and Andrasa probably at a bar somewhere already. So they just kind of forgot about them. But close out the show with Shuri and the title, and she's just like, "Well, I'm gonna beat you." So that that's gonna be at the the big show.
0: That we Cinderella
1: are, Tokyo.
0: That we have named uh, State of Emergency, but yes, have Olympics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're just going to name the, the big show, uh, State of Emergency, but Olympics 2021.
0: Yeah. No,
1: 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was my show. I don't know what I'm going to do for the next one.
0: I know that I'm going to have Muto and Shiozaki have a number one contenders match, but that's about it.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm probably just going to plan it all the day that we do the podcast, which is what I usually do.
0: Yeah, same. Uh <laughs> Now, um, so our few
1: questions—not not too many, uh, not too many—but it's going to descend into madness.
0: Yeah, for true. Uh, first, uh, I think it was Val who said this one: which promotion is best suited for introducing new fans to wrestling? Uh, none of them. I suggest they don't watch wrestling. Wrestling fans still haven't figured out deodorant yet, so. Uh, but, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. Don't be a don't be a wrestling fan.
0: <laughs> no, but. Uh, DDT or TJPW? DDT because of the comedy, TJPW because they have idols.
1: Yeah, I was I was thinking the same thing. Like I think I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, I know you're gonna have the same answer as me. It's, it's DDT because DDT yeah. and TJPW they just have everything that a new fan would want. Yeah, I feel like DDT is what people think WWE is.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. They think that, That's
1: how I'd explain it.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's actually the best way to explain it, because, I mean, they entertain. That's what they do. Uh,
1: they entertain, but they're also just very good at wrestling.
0: Yeah, for true, which WWE is not, so there we go. Uh, here's a few from Alex. First one, would you consider Tumblr-era bisexual the best way to describe Max Cassidy?
1: I, I I don't know what that means by guess
0: <laughs> probably I'm just gonna say probably
1: it I mean I like much. Max Caster so
0: I think he should be world champion that's how I think he should do <laughs> he, should talk, he should actually at all out he should come out during the Kenny and Hangman match talk about how he wants to fuck both up and then win the title
1: that's you know what, what I think he should definitely do that
0: <laughs> yeah this is a Max Caster podcast that's what we do <laughs> a couple more AW things uh, he also said how dumb is AEW for not pairing Diamante with Santana and Ortiz? Well, the answer very dumb. It's like, it's right there in front of you. Just do it. <laughs> you already brought Conan in. Why didn't you just put, put Diamante in there too? She she can do in
1: there. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't watch like AEW like super consistently, but I'd I'd put Diamante with them.
0: Yeah, I mean, she was already in LAX, they are, and Conan's going to be their manager regularly. Why would you not do that? Which also goes on to next, this question. He goes, on a scale from one to AJW making Chigusa and Asuka retire, how bad is Tony Khan at booking since it looks like Diamante is not sticking around since they are toing? Uh
1: Yeah, certainly uh, Chigusa retiring.
0: Yeah, I don't know how you don't sign her, but... Tony Khan's fucking terrible.
1: So. I mean, I wish they'd do something with the women and they they just won't. Like they've got like such a stacked roster for the men. And then they've got such a stacked roster for the women. And then it's like Tommy N comes in, he gets immediate push. Uh, Andrade comes in, he's immediately important. And then you get Yuka Sakazaki on dark.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: Or f- fighting Penelope Fall on Fire First.
0: Yeah, this is the best way I can answer this. Diamante is better than like half of the women they have signed. So the fact they aren't keeping her around, it seems it's pretty fucking stupid, if you ask me. Uh, so yeah, I would you know all...
1: what I I don't question it when it comes to AEW's booking of women. I just kind of accept that it's probably not going to be as good as it could be for a they very long time. They should play
0: Dustin Rhodes' book, because if he had it his way, he would just sign every woman there is.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd be fine with that. Like, yeah. like we were saying once, like, just bring in Mickey James.
0: Dude, it's not that hard. Let's cheat it, but do something.
1: She, you literally have them, they're right there in front of you.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, you're just an idiot, don't you? Tony, so I'll Tony also... Khan's
1: going on about doing a, another death match, and then you don't have Mickey James booking the women.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I... Like I would also say on the scale of AJW making Shagusa and Oscar retire because God, man. I don't know. AW Fucking still have, God. <laughs> yeah. They, AW just still is not very good with booking. As much like they're not the worst company in the world, but they still don't understand it.
1: Yeah, I feel like their the booking's very hyped up, and it'll probably get canceled again on Twitter, but.
0: Their booking is very PWG. Let's see what gets us to the next defense. That's it.
1: Yeah, which is fine when you're a company like PWG who does a show every other month.
0: Yeah, but for a TV show,
1: no. Uh,
0: Next one, Mask was like, if you could run a tag summit with uh, 16 teams. Wow, that a lot. Uh, I don't think I know six teams. (laughs) Out of... uh, active tag teams today or tag teams that have two active wrestlers still going who would they be okay the best way we can do this is you list eight teams I list eight teams
1: <laughs> I mean we'll, we'll, we'll try and get there uh... Uh, I'll, okay, I'll, okay I'll
0: go uh, no limit because they're both still active uh, Taichi and Taka who? Z- th- no, I can't do that one. Marfuji and Kenta. Katoge and Harada. Doi and Yoshino. Asuka and Makoto. Oh,
1: you stole mine. Hey, fuck you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Six. Two more. Uh... I'll say Shizaki and Nakajima and then for the final one, Lendaman and T Hawk. That'll be my second one, my
1: eight. Right, so mine will probably be all women because yeah, <clears throat> I don't. <throat> you you talk all my men that I could think of, and then you talk Oscar and Makura as well.
0: I didn't take Casey. I didn't take him.
1: <laughs> but uh. I probably have Ariza and NaNo because I'm going to count them as a tag team still.
0: Well, They're, bo- they're both more,
1: active wrestlers.
0: They It can be an old tag team, but they both have to still be active.
1: Oh, right, then Ariza and NaNo, then. Uh, Sakasa Fujimoto, and Sakushi, Ariza and... Ariza, Sarah, and Mayuyuki. Mm-hmm. Shuri and Hikaru Shida. Mm-hmm. That's four. Mm-hmm. I'll go with... Jungle Kiana and Hiro Matsumoto.
0: Yeah. Shouts out to them. And then... Got three more.
1: My mind's going blank, because I'm trying to think who still wrestles. <laughs> uh... We're gonna go.
0: Just say Thunder Rock.
1: <laughs> Fine, I'll say Io and Mayu.
0: No, actually, no, <laughs> I'll say Triple Tails.
1: No, because Mio, uh, Mio Shirai doesn't wrestle.
0: Kana does.
1: I don't think Kana ever won a tag title with Io.
0: Don't fucking matter. They were a team.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I count them as a team if they, if they won a title together. Or they're, like, a proper tag team, but... I, I think Io and Mio were the tag team. Never mind. I'll have Io and Mayu.
0: <clears throat> Where? Two more.
1: For this, oh, God. It's, uh, like, all the tag teams I can think of. Like, one of them's retired. I'll say... Rina Yamashita and Yumiko Because mm-hmm. that's technically a tag tech team. And then
0: just say Chihiro Hashimoto and you.
1: Alright, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted yeah, to
0: Yeah, pick... you you
1: can you can tell that I don't watch tag team wrestling that much. I but like sixteen pick... teams is a lot though.
0: I wanted to pick Masaki and uh Ryo Mizunami, but Masaki decided she was gonna retire and have kids. So,
1: so I mean I can't blame her.
0: I can, because shit, I wanted to use. (laughs) No, no, but that would have been mine. Uh, I didn't even know if I could think of eight tag teams. uh, Scott asks, best wrestler in five years from Stardom, New Japan, AEW, Ice Ribbon, and TJPW. I guess I'll go first. Uh, Stardom, if she makes a full return, Saya New Japan, probably Shoto oh, me either him or Narita AEW Uh well if they push anybody else besides the elite then very possible that Lee Johnson he he could be one uh rookie Starks Powerhouse Hot or uh Layla Hirsch if they let women go over five minutes.
1: I always forget they've got um, Layla Hirsch.
0: She had a fucking feud with Diamante and it was a fucking rule. That's why it fucking boggles my mind. Diamante ain't getting signed. Ice, uh, Ice Ribbon, the answer is gonna be Suzu, uh, TJPW, the second coming of Katara Suzuki, Arisu, Endo.
1: Yeah, I can see that. But uh, at least f- for mine, Stardom. Uh, because they seem to be booking her at a melting ice caps pace, I'd say Momo Watanabe.
0: You're wrong, but okay.
1: <laughs> uh, New Japan, I don't really watch New Japan, but I guess I'll agree with the UNC Show or something. Yeah. Because I can't think of anybody that works there. They're,
0: in five years, okay, it's going to be guys, Okada, harder, first of all. <laughs> most of the guys are in their late thirties. So in five years it's just show to Umino. Like literally that's the only answer.
1: (laughs) Or it's probably just gonna still be Okada. They're gonna keep dragging him out for another five years and he'll still be on top.
0: No well yeah, I mean probably all right. I feel
1: like with like women's wrestling competitive men's, I feel like women's wrestling changes their top stars a little more than like new I Is don't it, know why, uh, but it's like if you look at like who's at the top of Stardom at the minute and who was at the top of Stardom like five years ago, first of all they don't have the same roster at all.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's like the the top of stardom probably hasn't even debuted yet.
0: Probably.
1: Or if they have they're in Ice Ribbon.
0: <laughs> yeah. If they have, they're in some other Joshi company they're going to steal from. So your favorite company, <laughs> AEW, who's going to be the best in five years?
1: Uh, from AEW? Hmm. I don't know. I immediately thought, like, Sonny Kiss, and I probably that's probably just me being a big fan of him. But I could see him being, like, a big deal if they want to go all in.
0: I didn't mention Wardlow, and I probably should have, but, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, I could see him being a big I feel like he'll be a big deal in, like,
0: two years, though. Well, I mean, it's just saying who's going to be the best wrestler in five years. It's not saying. Like,
1: oh, is... fair... fair enough. I can see that. But, uh, yeah, for Ishibin, probably Suzu. I want to say Yuki Mishiro as well. Gacha, Gacha King. Because, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, it's going to be I her. Twirling,
0: I will say Mochi Miyagi. <laughs>
1: Uh, she is like old as hell. She's about to die soon. So. <laughs> and uh, TJPW, Arisu Endo, uh, Bird Woman, probably like Hikari Noa or Mew Watanabe.
0: Nope, Raku. That's it. Or, right.
1: Raku. <laughs> it's just gonna be the up-up girls, the Bird Woman, and Arisu.
0: And then Yuki ride whenever she comes in. Yeah. Oh, Mariah Mayumi, too. I guess we should mention her. Yeah. And
1: Uh, and Cammy, but...
0: Dude, Cammy is, like, about to be 30. She's probably just gonna go shoot and grab her and just call it a day. (laughs) Yeah.
1: She's gonna move back to Ohio.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know how she lived in Ohio. That place is fucked. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Alex asked if we were starting a company who would be our ace, Dangerous Queen, Nakira Hokuto, Prime, Aja Kong, Current Miyamomono, Prime Minami Toyota, or current Utami Hay- Hayashi Shita? Uh,
1: well, my answer is obvious. It would be uh, the Dangerous Queen Julia.
0: <laughs> I'm going to let you try that one more time.
1: <laughs> no, my, yeah, I would definitely have my ace as uh, Akira Hokuto. She's, in my opinion, the best one out of all of them. I'm sorry if you're a big Minami Toyota fan, but Akira's my number one so I'd have her as the ace my, okay. my opinion is not controversial
0: alright my time to uh, kill Joshi Twitter alright looking at this list I said I think Utami's the least qualified to be an ace uh,
1: she's definitely least qualified to be an ace at the minute
0: yeah for sure uh, I'm going Aja Kong in her prime because she could still move pretty well and she'll be around forever, and her formula of a match is very simple. She can get anybody over simply by beating the shit out of them. Beating the shit out of them for like a year, and then having them come back and beat her, that just makes them a star. It's easy. It's very easy, very effective. One of the smartest wrestlers ever. She would be my ace. Now, the last question I added in here as a piggyback from that one. If you were continuing on with this company, and you got to add 10 people to the roster, including, well, 10 people plus your ace. Who would you pick? And you're only allowed to pick one more person from the uh, list of aces.
1: I think I would, from at least from the list of aces, I would pick Mio Uh Momono. Might be a controversial option, but I think she's okay. one of them wrestlers that works really well with just anybody mm-hmm. and I think like adding her to a roster would, would be like fire so
0: yeah but who'd your, and then... who'd your other nine it's any era so like you can just kind of go crazy with this
1: one uh okay Kigetsu obviously mm-hmm. this would probably just be my fucking fantasy draft roster <laughs> yeah but uh yeah, Kigatsu, Hazuki, uh Shuri, mm-hmm. Ayako Hamada,
0: uh-huh.
1: A reason I seven
0: seven
1: or seven. Uh Probably Miyu Miyazaki, mm-hmm. Io Shirai, and for the balance, probably, like, Yumiko Haya. Obviously, everybody's in their prime.
0: Uh, for me, I would also take me a moment off from the list of aces, simply because I was talking with Alex, and I was just like, what I would do is simply... For the world title, when I'm crowned, like for a world title, I would just have Aja Kong beat the brakes off of her, and just continue to beat her throughout the year, and have Mio, Mom, Noga do other things. Then I would also have Yumiko Hoto, so that like in a big tournament finals, Mio could beat her and finally gain that courage to challenge Aja again, and then just win. So
1: I would also. If that be, um, prime Hoto would probably kick her so hard in the head she'd die.
0: Yeah, that's true, but I mean, she'll, <laughs> she'll, she she'll be okay. She'll be fine. Uh, so though, so I pick those two for sure. Kagetsu, Mariko Yoshida, Mima Shimoda. Uh, oh, I gotta get Sakura Harada. Oh yeah,
1: the absolute uh, legend. Oh, Probably for I sure. forgot about her.
0: The real dangerous queen. Okay, so yeah. gotta get her in the mix. Uh, I, hmm, I'll get Hiroya Matsumoto. Uh, I'll get Na. I'll get Nana for the memes, and then for my final two, uh, I'll take Asuka and Rico Kaiju because she'll be. The world champion immediately. She'll be a Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but yeah. That's what I would do. Alright, so next week we already have planned out that we're gonna talk about Noah and Seedling because Seedling's got to run a Corican again. So, that'll be nice yeah, to well see. Yeah,
1: it's Nane's 25th anniversary so obviously it, gonna do Corican.
0: It'll be nice to see a venue that isn't Shinkiba, so. No offense to Shinkiba but I'm I've seen so many shows there recently, I just don't want to watch anymore. It's <laughs> so very uh,
1: dark in there as well.
0: Yeah, for true. Uh, but glad to be in Korokin. They have a really nice card. Uh, then, of course, uh, Noah, their show that's got the GHC, has a great title match with Sugira and uh, Marufuji, so it should be a good one. Uh, Ogawa and M- Mutsu are tagging. Uh, hopefully Muto doesn't do a moonsault and just gets paralyzed. <laughs> Even though positionals, just like, hey, don't do that. Uh, but no, next week got a fun show uh, don't know what day it's going to come out but it, it's going to be fun, I promise <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it, it will happen
0: <laughs> yeah Uh, TJPW has the international princess title match with Raku and Hikari Noah so we'll at least watch that we'll,
1: we'll probably just talk about that match because i be, I I writing yep. a preview for it it's not that an exciting card, I'm not going to lie
0: no, that, that was my plan I only saw that match, I was like, okay,
1: we'll just talk about the title match yeah, I'm uh, not talking about a ten
0: woman type match. <laughs> okay, then you get to talk about that one. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, that's all we got for ne- this week. And next week is on tap. Uh, who knows? It could always change. Cause you remember when we said we we're gonna watch zero one and it just never happened. So it could, something could happen like that. <laughs> but no, for these for sure, we're definitely watching seedling. and you know, but anything else, just, we'll have to see next. Week. So, see ya.